The Mom Buns Podcast is part girl talk, part therapy session, and loads of life hacks in between. Join two college BFFs who reunited in their 30s with careers, husbands, and babies in tow. Moms have a lot to say, and we aren't holding back. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Mom Buns Podcast. Hey, I'm Lauren. I'm Ashley. And what are we going to talk about today, Ash? You know, I think it's something we touched on before, but let's talk about religion. Ooh. Right? Insert, you know, choirs from heaven here. Ah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so because this is something we started to talk about and we were like, oh, this is actually a really good topic. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like a lot of our topics have come from that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, most of the stuff that we talk about, either like, and you guys know if you've listened to, you know, like the last podcast, even like sometimes we just start recording mid conversation, right? Like we're just chatting and then all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, we should probably record this. Mm-hmm. And, then you, and you kind of get the, the listen into mid conversation. And sometimes we're like, Oh, this is good. Let's put a little thought behind it and come back to this so that we can actually have something substantial to talk about. Totally. Totally. And then we fool you. Like it's not really like a part of our, just <laughs> our everyday conversations, but they are. This but is sure, Yeah. We're letting you behind the curtain. We're showing you behind the curtain. Well, you know, everybody's, everybody who listens obviously has a bun of some sort, a parenting bun. That's true. Yeah. So buns up. Here we go. Yep. Okay. So here I'll, so I'll tell you how we did things. Okay. And then I want to know, because we have similarities and we have differences. So, okay. I grew up in the Christian church as my husband calls them, the hallelujah churches where there's like a rock band and a tambourine Mm -hmm. and like people dancing in the aisle and stuff like that. Is that like non-denominational? Just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I guess they just like, it's not Episcopalian. It's not Presbyterian. It's like a Christian, like just, that's what they would call it. Just like straight up Christian church. And it was just very, um, like very, uh, modern, I guess for the time. Um, which I liked cause I love the music in the church and like, you know, they made the songs cool and whatever. Um, and that's how I grew up. And of course, when I was a teenager, I wasn't super into church or anything. Um, and, um, didn't really do that in college. And then I met my husband and he's Catholic. Um, and when we got engaged and stuff. He was like, you know, I really think it's important for us to share going to church together. So I think we did that when we started date or when we were dating, we started to go to church together every Sunday. And like, he went to a Catholic high school, his family's super Catholic. Um, so I got to learn more about that. Cause my grandma, my stepmom's mom, my grandma is Catholic. And so, you know, we'd go to church with her every once in a while. So I kind of knew about it, but not really. Um, and I knew enough that like, here's what I loved about it. It was the same every church you went to, like mm-hmm. you knew what you were getting. Um, it was, you know, yes, it was an hour long, but they still had the music. And some of them were similar to what I experienced growing up where they'd have the electric guitar and they'd sing the pretty songs. Um, and I liked the prayers and that was pretty much, you know, what I kind of knew of it. And I'd go to church with them. And then um, in order to make sure that like, I wanted us to have, the same faith as a family. So I wanted our kids to be the same as, as both of us. So I decided to convert. And now I will say in an honest sense, I don't agree with everything that the Catholic church preaches. 
I'm not going to get into what things specifically I agree or disagree with because that's a whole other can of worms. That's a can of worms that we probably don't need to go into. Right. But there are certain things that I do agree with and, you know, the family morals and values that you all sit down to dinner and pray. And, you know, I just, I like that aspect of it. And so, um, so needless to say, I converted, we got married in the Catholic church. We go to church almost every single Sunday. I mean, I could probably count on the number of hands I have, how many times we haven't gone to church Mm -hmm. Um, because we always go, our kids go, they know the prayers. um, And that's kind of the extent of it because I wanted us to all have the same cohesive religious beliefs and it's worked out. Um, It doesn't mean I go to confession every week. I don't necessarily think that that, I know that the belief is that that absolves you of your sins. That doesn't always make me feel better. Like if I'm going to do something wrong and be a jerk face, then maybe I stop and ask that person for forgiveness or I, um, you know, like I'm, I'll pray about it later. Like, oh, maybe that wasn't the best thing. I'm not going to wait till I go to confession to tell a dude who is a priest that like, you know, I'm sorry, I'll do that. But like, that doesn't necessarily make me feel like a better person when I go. Um, and I love the new rule of like, you don't have to go a million times a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pope is, I, mean, I, I love the newfangled things the Pope is doing. I'll just say it that way. He's doing a nice job of trying to modernize certain parts of the church to, to allow that to make sense. And it's really interesting how that's received. Yes. Because I think some people are so follow the rules and you have to do it the way it was, um, that they can't get behind it. Mm -hmm. And, and it's been that way, you know, there's a whole sect of the church that is a pre Vatican to like everything's still in Latin and, Mm -hmm the priest doesn't face the congregation and I'm sure the women wear bonnets, like, right. You know, all of that. And I've never been in that church, but I've thought there's actually one in my town. Um, and it's small. And I've actually thought like, Oh, I should go. And then I'd be like, no, they would see right through me as a like Catholic. Why? Yeah. Like as a, like one of the other Catholics. Right. 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 Well, and that's what I will tell you. That's one thing I felt very strongly about when we, got married and we sat down and like, they said, here are the vows that we make, change them how you'd like. Hmm. And I said, you will take out obey. I will not stand in front of people and tell people I'm going to obey you because that's horse. Unless you're going to say you're going to obey me too. (laughs) Uh -uh. And he was like, it's cool. I got you. Like, I get it. (laughs) I mean, I didn't say that that way in front of the priest. But I was like, we will, I'm not going to say that. Like, that's yeah. so antiquated and ridiculous and obviously not how we believe either. Yeah. So that's like a joke for us now. But like, that's just an example of one of the things that I have an issue with that I'm sure that some people who are very, you know, in the old ways are like, no, you should. And that's fine. I respect that that's how you want to do things. That's not how I choose to do it. Yeah, that's fair. I should probably clarify, I am been Catholic my whole life. Um, which yeah. is kind of why we were like, oh, we can align on this conversation because we come at it from a couple different points of view, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
I have, I was baptized like very, you know, as a baby Catholic and it was, um, certainly a fundamental part of how I grew up. Um, you know, like the amount of, like we didn't miss church on Sundays unless maybe we were camping, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, religious ed from kindergarten through high school. Mm-hmm. Um, high school actually was a time that I was really more involved in the church, not only because we did confirmation usually happens in high school for a Catholic youth. Um, I started at a Catholic high school, uh, so I went there for a couple years. Okay. That was part of it. Um, but also my, a lot of, some of my social circles, because I grew up in a smaller town, we had people not just from like where I live, but like neighboring towns and things too. Mm-hmm. So I had a social community that I had known these kids my whole life as well. Um, and so in high school, you know, we went through a lot in our retreats and um, on our confirmation, like the two hour, the two years that it takes to go through like kind of the confirmation process or that we did. Um, and our priest was so invested in us and he is somebody who I thought of as like a second grandfather. Oh, right up. He would come and have dinner at our house. He would throw these amazing gatherings for the church, you know, like just to really build kind of that, that family unit mm-hmm. and make that um, a really important part of our church. So when I was in high school, that was kind of second nature. Like not only did we see each other like on Sundays, but like these are the, the guys that I sat with at lunch in high school or hang out with them after school because you know, in the summers, we were out doing things. On the weekends, we were out doing things. So it, it was something that, like, was formed in the church. But those were relationships that I really cared a lot about and people that I really cared a lot about. But when I got to college, that was – I went out of state to Flagstaff. I never really plugged into the Newman Center community in the same way mm-hmm. um, at all. And so I would go to church, but if it was, like, you know, too cold, too dark – like not, not up for it. I yep. didn't, I would, I would spend, like, I kind of had some kind of reconciliation that by the the time, I think I was a little bit older, had a car, you know, like things were yeah. like, I did end up getting plugged in more. Um, part of that was like when I was in college, I also went to Ireland for a semester mm-hmm. and Irish Catholic church is so much different than American Catholic church in that. Like, I mean, masses are like 22 minutes. Huh. <gasps> Yeah, they don't sing. Sorry, you would you would hate that part. Um, they don't sing. They do play music, I think, at uh, communion, and then they like literally turn the music off mid song, if like if the priest is ready to move on. The longest mass I attended in Ireland was Easter, and that was extended for about thirty minutes, but no more. Wow! So they did a full Easter mass, Easter morning mass, in thirty minutes, and I was like, this is fantastic. Even now. I say the Our Father in the in the um, communion prayers uh-huh. much faster than anybody else in my church. So funny. I mean, if you're going to take away my music, I'll do it if you're going to make church 22 minutes. So like when I was in Ireland, like not only like all our friends went, but actually I had a group of even American friends who like we would all go because you can, you know, it's like at 9 a.m. You, you could be in the pub by 930 if you need right. to, right? Like right. it's not so bad. So um you know, I, I did come back to it. And when I was, and I did try to get plugged in, you know, as an adult, when I was living in Florida, again, I moved away. Mm -hmm. Um, and I used that to kind of get plugged in, but I wasn't super active in a parish. It was just, it's more for me. When I met my husband, um, he doesn't, he went to the church of Sunday, select soccer, right? Like 
he just, his family, he's the grandson of a preacher. His family just didn't put the same emphasis on going to church as mine did. And so consequently, or as a result, he doesn't have any faith. Like he doesn't have a faith um, that he subscribes to. So he knows that I've got, I'm pretty strong in the Catholic church. He knows that we got, you know, we, when we got married in the Catholic church, there was things that we had to do together. There's things that, um, you know, vows that I took or promises that I made that like, when we have children, I'm going to raise them in the church. And, you know, he was right alongside for that, but that's something that like I, I made and I took seriously. And I, you know, it's the one thing that like, it's not my favorite thing about our relationship. I would love it if we shared our faith. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's the thing that I think like it also makes him him and he's a really good person regardless. Yeah. And he'll come to Easter mass, Christmas mass with my family. And then like, you know, there's been times where like, Hey, my birthday falls on a Sunday. I would really like it if we went to mass together to start that and he'll do it. And we've talked about, you know, as the kids, now we have two in religious ed on Sundays, you know, Hey, when all three of them can go to religious ed, I'm going to need you to go with us. Like, right. Like that's going to be important. Like we've got to work out some sort of negotiation where like you're coming at least once a month Mm -hmm. that, that makes, uh, you know, that even if it's not, it's not for you. I don't care what you're thinking about. It's, it's that as a family, this is important. And we know like, I'm okay with, you know, if our kids need to explore different faiths and different, but they need to have a foundation. Yes for that. Um, and so, you know, and, and I talk about it in the house and I'm very open about talking about God, talking about the faith, saying prayers at night, you know, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I, that said, like in perfect Catholic terms, like I'm not the perfect Catholic mother. No, but, but, and nobody is perfect, but here's the thing that I think is so awesome about your situation is that he may not be Like I'm not, you know, he's not Mr. Church going guy or whatever, but he's not like anti. So if you say, I want to go to church together for my birthday, or let's all go to church for Easter. He goes. Yeah. And he's really doing that. Not, he doesn't do it for himself. He's doing it for, for me or for us. And I, and I have to recognize that. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a selfless thing. So while he likely won't ever take the step that you did, right. To convert to Catholicism or, or grow closer personally to that church. Like that's okay. Like we're at a place where like, it makes sense. And he knows it's important to me. And I've, if I'm out of town on a weekend and they have religious ed, I tell like, okay, I understand if you're not going to take them to church, but they need to go to religious ed, right. Mm -hmm. Drop them off, pick them up. Like here are the times and here's the things and like, and I expect that right? Um, from, from that in the rest of it, like we'll work through and, you know, we've, we've got options for high schools and, and things that if I really felt like they needed a, a change of pace or a more solid foundation, like there's tools at our disposal um, to do that. I also just don't think that the church, at least where we are right now, and this changes like priest to priest, you know, like the church, yeah, the mass stays the same, but who the priests are and who the congregation are 
really do impact if, if that's an easy thing to do as a family mm -hmm. um, or if it's not, and if you make that a priority as a family or not. And so, you know, for me growing up, that was like a no brainer. That was part of our social fabric. And we had a priest that really facilitated that. And yep. um, I feel like if we felt that or, or found somewhere where that was a possibility, then we would absolutely like try, I would try to be more engaged with the families and, and that, so we're doing the best, I'm doing the best that we can now. Mm -hmm. But as far as like being someone who grew up in it, like, yeah, like I might not be the perfect Catholic, but I, it, it's the thing that I know and it's the thing that I know the best and it makes so much sense to me. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting to hear you talk about it because you like coming from the outside, mm -hmm. like it drives me a little bit nuts when I go to a different uh, uh, celebration, like of a, even of a Christian nature, because I don't know what the F's coming next, you know, like, yeah, there's comfort in knowing what is expected of you and what it, it's like the little kids. Yeah. Yeah, that schedule and know what's coming. Here's and there's a there's a missile that tells you when to sit, stand, and kneel. Like right. you know, there's some things. There's also a lot of things that I absolutely appreciate about the Catholic Church versus others that you know, like you can trace the genealogy of the church back to like the disciples and the apostles and Jesus himself. And there are things that like nobody just woke up one day and was like, I'm divine. Right. God told me this thing and I'm going to go preach. Like mm -hmm. that's fine. If that works for you, it's totally fine. It just doesn't make as much sense to me in the way that I was raised in the way that I can, that I see it. So. Well, and I think, I think it's important to acknowledge though, that not only is your husband open to going, um, with you and for the kids or, you know, taking them to religious ed class, I think it's important that you are acknowledged in the fact that you give him the space to be himself also. You're not like constantly at him. Like, I want you to convert. You need to go to church with us. You need to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Give him the space to be himself and what he's comfortable with. And I think that's probably what makes you guys work so well in what can be a very difficult thing in a marriage. If you're in two different places religiously, that can cause a lot of strain. Oh, it can. And don't get me wrong. I pray for him. I hope like, and I pray that at some point in our relationship that, or, you know, in our lives together, that his heart does open to the, the thought of this because, you know, I would, I'd like to spend eternity with him too. Yeah. And here's one way that I think that those chances might get a little bit greater. Um, but that said, he's a great person and he's going to, you know, I can't really speak to that. Right. Um, certainly. Uh, so if, if God wants to use me as a tool to get to him, mm -hmm. then I don't feel like being the pushy one yeah. is the way to do that. That's fair. Well, and I just think it's like when I'm home with my parents, I will go to their church. Like they want to go to their church. This is the kind I grew up in. That's fine. I'll go. That doesn't count to my husband. Yeah. It counts to me because I went, mm -hmm. I did my prayers. I went, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, it does matter, but what matters is that I'm with my family and I'm doing it. 
Um, whereas to him, that doesn't, that doesn't count. And it's all about whether it counts or not. <laughs> um, you meet the requirement of whether you go. You performed on the scorecard this week. Right. Um, but also I think like my biological mom is not religious at all, but when she comes here, her and my stepdad will either watch the kid for us so we can go to church and not be interrupted. No, that's nice. Which is a gem or they'll just come with us Mm -hmm. and it might not be what they believe at all, but they come because they support us and our family, which I think is pretty cool. That's really nice too. And it makes you feel good because they're doing something for you to be with you. And I think that's really like, that's what it's all about anyway. Yeah, I think that's really, that's really important. Like, just like you said about my husband being able to do that. Yeah. Uh, and that's always just kind of been an expectation. You're going to be with me. Like, you don't have to go 52 times a year. You've got to go, you know, the big ones, you know, like the things that are more centered around the family and that, you know, and they're going to get more involved, you know, as kids, like first, uh, first communion and first reconciliation, right? Mm-hmm. The cool thing is my husband's going to learn about this at the same time my kids do. Right. I might not, I might already know it, right? You've already been through it. Yeah. But he's going to kind of get exposed and we're going to be able to have those conversations and, you know, he'll at least have the information and yeah. he'll have, and he'll see kind of what it means to us to do that. And I think that that's kind of cool. And I don't know if that's something that I haven't been through the, um, the adult education part mm-hmm. of it. Um, but I, you know, for someone like you, like you get kind of wham, bam, like everything happens in one night. It's a lot on Easter. Lot again. Yeah. So, so you'll probably, and I will too, learn more about it, learn, f- find something new, reflect in a different way mm-hmm. as I'm watching my kids grow up in the church and in, in the faith and be able to talk, you know, not just about God loves us, God made us you know, we thank God for his blessings, but like really actually be able to talk to them about, about things that are framed in the church. And I like that. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think that's about as good of a conversation as we're going to have without going deep into like a specific tenant of a faith or a specific, and that's not really what we're intending to do here. I think we were just talking about like coming at kind of one, getting to one place from kind of two different roads and how it works. And I think we're both in, in agreement that, you know, the, that how you got there is less important than, than being there. And that sometimes the, the attempt or the intention is, you know, also counts on that scorecard. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that sums it up real nice. Okay. Well, that's the episode. Until next time. Yeah. Until next time, I guess, if you want to let us know what you think about what we think about our faith or religion or, or your own or whatever, um, the ways to hit us up are Facebook at mombuns.life, um, Instagram mombuns.life, and email hello at mombuns.life. Thanks for listening to the Mom Buns podcast. And don't forget to catch our latest episodes wherever you find all your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to my mom's podcast. Have a good day. Bye-bye.